0: Before we do anything else, I'm gonna roll oh <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: mistaken identity.
0: I stole your
1: line. Very nice. <laughs> it's okay, I'm gonna take it right back. <laughs> <laughs> and mine. <laughs>
0: I rolled a natural
1: one. Hold on. Hello everyone, and welcome to Make Believe Heroes, an actual play, 5th edition Dungeons and Dragons adventure. I'm Paul. I'm your Dungeon Master today, and every Monday, and tonight I'm joined by four friends of mine who also happen to play Dungeons and Dragons.
2: Who love Dungeons and Dragons. Hey guys, it's Jeremy. Play Loric
1: Darkbolt.
0: How do you know they listen every Monday? I don't. No, you're not their DM every Monday. You lied.
2: If he's not the DM every Monday, there's something wrong with them.
1: Okay. Well, there's something wrong with all of you. Just throwing stone shade. All Says right. Lorik. <laughs> Je- Everybody Jeffrey. hates Lorik. You know what episode
2: just came out? <laughs> the episode just came out where he's like, "Suggestion Kellen, won't you kill your kill. bear? Kill Charlie." Jeffrey. I am Jeffrey, and I play
3: servants off the wall.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> These intros.
1: Okay.
3: Hey, it's your boy, um, Al Busy, and I play Jim L Carth. Al Busy. I love it.
4: Yeah, boy. I am Red, and I play Kellen.
1: Ooh. So now we're going to roll. I'm going to roll this giant blue D20. To see I'm going to roll against Lark you. Let's all does. roll it together. I'm going to roll against you. I rolled a six. That's good news.
4: <gasps> I rolled a three. Get wrecked, noob.
1: Okay. So last time that we played Dungeons and Dragons here on Make Believe Heroes, uh, Lorik got kidnapped
4: by a bunch of twelve-year-olds.
1: <laughs> by a bunch Stop. of twelve-year-olds, we think we're really it not. Wrecked. We're really not 360 sure.
4: 360 no scope girl.
1: Exactly. <laughs> uh what? And the, then the rest of you went looking, looking <laughs> for Lorik. It was awesome. You, question
4: mark? Question mark? Question mark? You
1: went. You found some hidden passageways underneath the streets of the canopy. You found. A dragonborn who happened to be, she happened to be the head of the Protector's Guild, and she gave you some information regarding a secret organization, you might say, that sort of runs the underbelly of the canopy named Golas or the Free Leaves. So, you all went there to the Langolas Inn. Legolas? Exactly, Legolas. Oh,
0: oh. Bum, bum,
4: oh. Bum, bum, bum. oh that's Pilots of the Caribbean. My bad. You know <laughs> what
1: that means, right? That means the second part of Legolas's name means leaves.
4: Tea leaves. That's what
1: it means. So, anyway, you all went to the inn to speak with a woman named Iliana. Is that a play on Liliana? I don't know who that is. Really? Liliana.
2: Magic the Gathering?
1: I've never played she Magic Sucks. the Gathering once. Black is the wow. worst
2: color. Black is the best color. Blue is the Green worst is color. Green is the best color. <laughs> Ileana, okay,
1: all right, please. Um. You all went looking for Iliana. You found her there. You got in by, well, name dropping.
4: Yeah, boys.
1: Whether that was a good idea or not, it's been done.
4: Congrats. We're all going to die, and I'm going to be held <laughs> ransom. Huzzah.
1: <I> hope so. <laughs> we ended with the four of you, including Guy, Inside Ileana's office, as someone was trying to bust through the door to see her immediately, and Servants pushing through a number of elven guards, saw that it happened to be a young halfling. So, Lorik. Yeah. You, over the last few hours, Mm -hmm. have very few memories.
2: It's like I was knocked out?
1: Something like that. You remember the confrontation in the alley. You remember a feeling that felt like a strong breeze blowing over you. Very strong breeze. And the sound of yelling. Okay. You remember something that smells a lot like fall scents, like a cinnamon candle, something like that. Mm, Yummy. You remember smelling that. You remember being in some sort of a dimly lit room and your eyes coming open for just a second and you getting that smell and hearing muffled voices and then nothing again. And then you remember nothing Total blankness, no dreams, nothing. Just it's like a span of time in your memory that is just completely blank, as if you weren't even existing. It's very weird. That's terrifying. Yeah, I know, right? Then you awake. <gasps> where 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 am I? You are in a very dim lit room. Your eyes are really foggy, your vision is fuzzy. You go to get up, like to sit up, because you can feel that you're lying on something, mm-hmm. and your head feels like it weighs 100 pounds. Oh, you're just no. very, very, not really hung over, but you, know, you are still under the influence of some sort of a chemical mm. something or another. I start fidgeting, like, drunkenly looking for my wands. Okay. You go to feel around, and you're still wearing the same robes that you're used to wearing, but you have absolutely nothing. You don't have your pack, you don't have your wand, you don't have your wand of wonders, you don't have your stick of flying, you have no dagger, you have nothing. Your body has been clean picked.
2: I thought you were a con DM.
1: <laughs> I am, you're still living.
2: <laughs> this is this is true. Okay,
1: am I tied down? You feel around, you go to move your arms and your legs. Yes. You are not. You are loose. You can move around.
2: Okay. So, first, like, I'm not just going to jump up. I'm just going to open my eyes and, like, try to focus and just kind of look around to see if there's anybody nearby. Okay. Or if I'm, like, in a cage or where am I?
1: So, there are blocks around you. Kind of like the equivalent of a cinder block, I guess. Okay. But they're a reddish color, some sort of a clay masonry stonework room. Not anything fancy looking. It looks like, I think like a stone cellar. Okay. It's very dimly lit. There is a door.
2: What is lighting it?
1: That's what I was about to say. So you're lying down in in the direction of your feet. If you were to turn and look past your feet, you see a door there. And there is a door that is latched shut. You would assume it's closed. There's a window, a big, pretty big window covering the top half of the door. There are a series of bars over it, and there is candlelight shining in through those bars.
2: Okay. So am I laying on the ground or like on a bench or what?
1: You are on the ground.
2: Is there anything laying in here at all?
1: There is a small table off to one side. Looks a very small table, wooden. Uh, looks like maybe it might be used for sitting a plate of food on or something like that. Okay. Okay. In the back corner, and this is a pretty small room. I mean, it's maybe 8 feet long, 10 feet wide. Okay. There's a cot lying in the back. Looks like it's literally just a piece of canvas stretched with legs, sort of like a hammock style cot. And that's it.
2: Hmm. So, is it possible for me to cast any spells without my wands?
1: Probably not. The way that spells typically work is that you, if you don't have an arcane focus... No implement? Yeah, if you don't have an implement, an arcane focus, then you would have to have materials.
2: Okay. Okay, okay. So, Loric slowly, groggily gets up. He's going to go over to the door, and he's going to grab mm-hmm. the bars and press his eyes up against it, and I would like to make a perception check and just kind of get a look at what's going on down the hall. Okay. That... Is a sixteen on the die, so
4: nineteen.
1: Okay, it's pretty good. So you you get yourself up. It takes you about a minute to really get yourself up off the floor, get your bearings. You know, you are hunched over with your hands on your knees, sort of catching your breath and preparing yourself. And then you stand up, and your back's pretty sore. You got a crick where you've been laying. Who knows how long on this roughly carved stone floor? You saunter over to the doorway and you put your face up against the bars, maybe put a hand on each one and try to see as far as you can down each way of the hallway. And there are a series of braziers on the opposite wall that are lighting this hall, and you can see other doors that look similar on either direction. Okay, That's really about all that you can see. Now, in terms of listening, you, you might listen very quietly for a moment, and you don't hear anyone walking or anything like that. What did you get, a 19? Yeah. If you listen very intently for a moment, you might hear something that sounds like someone deeply breathing, like maybe someone even that's asleep.
2: Okay. Try the door. Make sure it's locked. It's totally locked. I'm going to call down the hallway. Uh, hello? Someone, please? Uh, you need to let me out or you're all going to die. (laughs) Okay.
1: Okay. You call out down the hallway, and you don't get any sort of immediate response.
2: Uh, Sir Vance? Hello? And Lorik's going to start pacing back and forth in front of the door. And, I mean, he's just kind of muttering about how am I going to save the tree if I'm stuck in this cell? And those dirty little halflings, I can't believe that they, they're tricksters, and they try to steal my broom. And the next thing I know, and how, how did I get here, and where did I go? And, he, you know, he's just going to be completely neurotic about it. Then he's going to go mm-hmm. back to the door and see if there's any way at all that he can jiggle the lock. Is there a handle on this side? Is there anything at all that he can do on this door? He's going to fiddle around in his pockets. He's like, I could use that. Uh, where is my? I, I need that potion. And there's just nothing, right?
1: Yeah, it's like a padlock. I mean, it's it's very tightly locked. It, it, you would have to have something very strong to break it, like a crowbar or a key. I mean, it, it's definitely not anything that you could cut loose or break loose with your bare hands.
2: Lork is going to sit cross-legged in front of the door and start to pray. Okay. Uh, uh, hey, Lork. So you told me to come save this tree, and I've kind of messed everything up, and I'm kind of all alone in the cell, and if you don't come open this door... We're probably all gonna die. I don't know if you can help me. Maybe I should be praying to Atonia. Either way, you let me know. Thanks, Lorik. And he like signs off just like that.
1: <laughs> or Privalian, the goddess of the elves.
2: Ah, you know, whichever.
1: <laughs> Who's she? Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he's all. He's all about Paylor. Paylor sent him.
1: Paylor and Atonia.
2: Shall I make a religion check?
1: You can if you'd like.
2: That is a natural twenty.
1: <laughs> oh my oh, gosh! Are yes. you serious? What the other does? Okay. A great wind blows through and blows all the doors open. <laughs> no, nothing like that. Oh, if only. You, um, I mean, what do I even do with a natural 20 on that? I don't know? know. You're no paladin.
2: If I was a DM right now, I'd just be like, you can't rule religion.
1: <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's nothing. there's nothing supernatural and just crazy is about to happen. Let me just go ahead and kill your hopes on that one. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. But after a few moments of you praying and you've been yelling and making noise and sort of just being all around a Lark. poor prisoner, <laughs> um, you know, for whoever's watching, if anyone's watching, you hear someone call out. Hello? Hello? Uh,
2: hi. Hi. Hello? Hello? Who's that?
1: Who's that? Uh, Lorik? Lorik Darkbolt? Lorik loric darkbolt that's me that's you who are you who are you i told you i'm loric darkbolt you're right i'm just messing with you you told me
2: yeah um where are you at
1: where do you think i am i'm in this cellar place prison Uh,
2: that's incredible so am i any chance you can get us out and he's like straining as hard as he can through the window to see if he can see anything.
1: You can't see anything, but the voice sounds like it's coming from pretty close to you down the right side of the hallway.
2: Um, hello?
1: Hello. Are you in a cell? Who's asking?
2: Uh, Lorik Darkbolt? Yeah, but that doesn't
1: really tell me who you are. I mean, that's your name, but let's be honest. Names are social constructs. Yes. Created by society. To give us labels.
2: Yes, but labels and social constructs from society is what also gives us power. I'm Lork Darkbolt of House Darkbolt from Vinthaven.
1: Ooh, that sounds impressive. I w- would
2: agree that it is, if you ask my father. Your father? Is he an important person? Lord Darkbolt? He's on the council?
1: Ooh, the council. That sounds really important.
2: I mean, yes? <laughs> Have you never heard of the council of Venthaven? Haven?
1: I I don't know, I don't doesn't really ring a bell. Maybe I don't really listen good in school that stuff like that. My name's Pauldo. Uh, Pauldo? Pauldo. Paul sounds like a DM's
2: name. Um. So, <laughs> uh, Pauldo, what?
1: Oh, we're not that close, Lorik.
2: I mean, you know my name.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: Pauldo. How? Why are you here, Pauldo?
1: I'm here to. Make sure no one breaks out, no one gets dead.
2: No one breaks out or no one, what about if you unlock doors for people and let them out? Mm. What if you like lots of money and magic items? What if you like adventure or I don't know we got this one guy who's like super buff and super strong and he's all about honor and he wants to be like the greatest guy ever and you can meet him and maybe you could be like the most honorable person ever is I just don't know what your motivation is and I'm trying to figure it out. What's your motivation?
1: What's my motivation? Yeah. Not getting dead. That's my motivation.
2: I'm really good at not getting dead. I should be dead right now, and I'm not.
1: Nah, they would—they didn't want to kill you. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you even know, like, where you are?
2: No. Like, the canopy? Question mark?
1: You Are you still at the door, like, looking?
2: Yeah, he's, like, both hands on the bars looking out.
1: Okay. You look down, and you can sort of make out the... The figure of someone standing off to the right, not close. I mean, we're you know probably 15, 20 feet. I'm not sure exactly how far you could see down this doorway, but definitely way out of your reach. You see a figure, short figure, probably standing a little over three, maybe three and a half feet tall, tops, just sort of standing there leaning against a wall. Uh-huh. You can see it looks like he's eating something, you know, something in his hand, like maybe a chicken leg or something like that. Oh, Paulo, that looks really good. Where did you get it? I actually uh, got this from the kitchens just a minute ago. It is really good. It's really good It's turkey leg.
2: Oh, I love turkey legs. My uh, my mom when she was younger used to make all sorts of food, and turkey turkey was one of my, my favorites.
1: Mm, it is, it is pretty good. Not gonna lie. The the cooks here at the uh uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I almost told you where we were. Where are we? Whew, man, that would have got me in so much trouble. Oh. You won't
2: get in trouble with me. I don't tell anybody anything, unless they're my friend. You have friends,
1: sure. I I used to have friends. What happened
2: to them? Where are
1: they? Oh, they're back home. Oh, where's home? I'm more of a homebody. I'm I'm not really a, all about this forestry business. Wow. I'm not sure if I should really tell you any more about where I'm from. I mean, you probably
2: shouldn't, but I'm really a nice guy, and I'm I'm. Have you ever uh? uh
1: have you ever been outside of the canopy yeah i'm not from the canopy okay oh, i'll tell you i t- i'm from brightport brightport oh oh oh, okay yeah it's not that far from Venhaven. it's on you know
2: i I've, I've, i think i i've been there before
1: it, you know it's it's a few it's probably a good week sail from ven on the southern coast it's a it's a great place i grew up there oh wow yeah
2: d would you like to go back
1: yeah, I'll probably go back. I'm just here with some friends, sort of on some business. Sort of. You said you're trying to stay stay alive, though. Why would you could stay alive in Vent Haven? Uh, yeah.
2: Well, you know, I mean i I have a mansion. Really? I you've never. I really don't believe you've never heard of Lord Darkbolt before. He like sits on the council. Yeah, I'm not really into politics. I mean, I don't like it either, but. Wouldn't you rather be rich and comfortable instead of standing and watching people try to talk you out of letting them leave their cells?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not, re- I'm not here by choice, really. You're not. I don't know if I should be talking to you. I- hey, I'm man. gonna go back and sit down.
2: I mean, they're probably just gonna kill me anyway, so you might as well just talk to me. I don't have nobody to talk to, and otherwise, I'm just gonna sit in here and talk to myself and. Yeah. Listen, so, um, my friends, like, I need to get back to my friends because we're on this quest to save the tree, and if we don't save the tree, all of Fallen Grove could die, and that means you and me and whoever's maybe gonna try to kill you if you keep me in this cage. I don't know.
1: Give me a persuasion check.
2: Oh God, Paul, it's a natural one.
1: Oh boy.
2: Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Look, I'm. I don't know. I. I feel like maybe you're just going to try and confuse me and trick me into letting you out of there.
2: I mean, yes, I would definitely try to trick you to get me out of here or pay you to get me out of here or anything to get me out of here. Anything.
1: Money, magic items, safety. Well, here's what you got to understand. I I came here with a group of people that I owe something to. Ooh, what do you owe?
2: I can pay it for you.
1: It's not money, and if I don't pay my debt, then myself and possibly some people that I really care about could be in some big trouble. I'm not really sure that you or anyone could keep that from happening. Um, try me. What do you owe? I owe favors. You owe favors? This is just one of them.
2: You owe favors? Like, lives? What do you
1: mean, lives? Lives.
2: I mean, like, souls? No.
1: No, nothing like that. I oh, Okay, look. Have you ever heard of the Hot Feet?
2: Has Lorik ever heard of the Hot Feet?
1: <laughs> Probably not.
2: Uh, mm, Nope, but they sound like they have a problem in their shoes.
1: <laughs> yeah, you would think. Now, the Hot Feet are a very powerful organization of... You ever heard the term organized crime?
2: Yeah, like those little kids that stole all my stuff and knocked me out and brought me here.
1: Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. That was the hot feat. That was us.
2: I mean, Paulo, you, you may be the nicest halfling I ever met if you could open this door for
1: me. Look, if I were to open that door for you, I would be killed. Is that, I mean, is but that no, not no, no. getting through? No, no,
2: no, you don't understand. You don't have to live this life. My my friend, uh, Servant. Servant's off-to-wall. Have you heard of the off-to-wall? You
1: hear a door open and shut. Oh, God. And Pauldo gets very silent.
2: Lorik also gets silent and waits a second and see if anybody's coming.
1: You hear footsteps walking down. After a few moments, you hear someone, and Pauldo is very silent, and you hear another voice speaking. You would assume to Pauldo, say, How's it going down here, Pauldo? Uh, it's it's fine. Every, every, everything is fine. So tell me. I, I could be mistaken, but have you been talking with the prisoner? And you hear Pauldo sort of shuffling his feet. Uh, uh, n- no, no, sir, no. I have. And then you hear him. You hear just this slap.
2: You leave Pauldo alone. Just so you know, when I get out of here, I'm going to get you. I'll cook you to death.
1: You hear more footsteps and walking towards your doorway. Is another halfling. This one is a little taller. He's actually one of the taller halflings you've probably seen. He has gray hair. He has this scar on the side of his face. It comes down beside his right eye and it actually Ooh. cuts down to like his top lip to the point. It almost seems like it's pulled his top lip in a sort of permanent snarl wow. right here. You can see his canine showing on the right side of his face. And he says, dark bolt, right? Lark dark bolt for you, sir. Lorik Darkbolt. That's me. Any connection to the Darkbolts of Vinhaven, of the council?
2: Loric stares at him for a minute. I mean, if you're going to open this door for me.
1: <laughs> Let me explain to you just where you've landed yourself. You see some of our footpads went out looking for... Interesting items, things that we could use to leverage some influence here in the canopy. And they came across an elf flying around in the middle of the street on a broom of flying. Well, sort of a broom of flying.
2: You better give me back my stick of flying.
1: You were an easy target.
2: Listen, I don't like to threaten people, but I am a dark bolt, and you will regret this.
1: Look, there's nothing that you can threaten us with that's going to concern us. We deal with people of your kind all the time. Spoiled brats who've had everything in life handed to them on a silver platter and are accustomed to people doing things when they simply ask, look, where you've landed yourself now, you're not going to be getting out. Pauldo here is a worm.
2: Don't talk about Pauldo that way. He'll
1: do exactly what we tell him to do. You see him? And he steps over and he grabs Pauldo by the back of his jacket and he drags him over there and he's wearing this little brown leather vest. And he's sort of holding him up. Paulo's just got his head down and his unkempt hairs down over his face. He says, Pauldo here is going to do exactly what we tell him to do. If he wants to keep his little fingers and his little toes. Isn't that right, Pauldo? And Paulo just sort of whimpers and he tosses him down onto the ground. So why don't you just hang tight while the big kids talk upstairs. And when we're ready, we'll come fetch you. What's your name? We'll get to that. What's your name? Have fun, Darkbolt. Bolt, and he turns on a heel and starts to walk away.
2: I don't know your name, but I'll be the last face you ever see.
1: You hear him chuckling <laughs> as he's walking away. A few seconds later, you hear a door slam.
2: Lork is very calm. You okay, Pauldo?
1: Pauldo just sort of whimpers on the ground.
2: <sighs> Pauldo, it's okay. I got beat up a lot too. You don't have to do that. You can leave. It doesn't matter. They're they they're only here. They're not everywhere. They they just try to get in your head.
1: I can't leave.
2: You can leave. I was able to leave Lord Darkbolt and I'm here. You don't you don't have to be here. I have powerful friends. I have a paladin of Paylor with me. A paladin? Yeah. I have the grandson of the archmage. I have I have this really weird guy who may or may not be aligned with an elder, great one, demon thing, but never mind. Don't worry about him. But yeah, uh, Servance, Servance, Off the Wall. That sounds
1: like a shoe brand. <laughs> <What>? No, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> please, Servance, 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 Off the Wall. Sir, his Sir his Vance. his father is is very well known. Well, it sounds like you have a lot of really cool friends. I, well, I'm trying to tell you this. I have cool friends, but I have powerful friends. And friends that can protect you and can get you out of this city with all your fingers and toes.
1: No one can protect me from the Shiv, Lorik. Uh,
2: but that, that's the thing, is they can.
1: You don't know him like I know him.
2: Uh, you're right, I don't. But I do, know, I do know Lord Darkbolt, and I know that I'm not there. And I know that I've not been transformed in any weird... Things and I've not been hurt and I've not been um, compelled and I've not been. Um, can't is a state of mind, is what I've
1: learned. Can't is. What is? Uh, I don't wait. I don't know. I don't understand what you mean. You're saying can't.
2: You're saying you can't leave. You can't let me out. You can't let me help you. Can't is. It's in your head. It's. It's only real until you do what you say you can't do.
1: I mean, give me another persuasion check. Oh,
2: Lord. If this gives me another nat one ball. (laughs) Okay, that's a little better. It's a 13 on the dice.
1: Okay. Paulo rolled a 9.
2: My persuasion is a plus 1, so it's a 14.
1: I don't know. I just... um, I've got family back in Brightport, and if I mess this up, they could get hurt. Um, Of course they could, but
2: I have connections... All over the coast near Vent Haven. The the name Darkbolt Bolt, it, it it does do something over there at least. It doesn't do anything in the canopy, apparently. But I, I, I could help you. That's that's why I'm here. I'm here to help everyone, really. I don't really understand how to do it, but I'm trying. Help me how? I I, I can get you out of the canopy and back to Brotport.
1: I I understand what you're saying, but there's a lot of people here. And Paldo is now standing pretty close to the door. I don't like the way that the Shiv treats me. The Shiv. That's him. That's the halfling that was just down here.
2: Ah. Thank you for telling me his name.
1: Well, that's I don't know if that's really his name, but that's what he's known as. He is powerful. Powerful? He's scary. Why is it, Why do you think
2: he's powerful? Why do you think he's scary?
1: Because he is. I've seen him do terrible things to people.
2: Terrible things?
1: He's a bad guy, Lorik. The last thing I want is him on my bad side, so you have to understand something. If I were to help you, if I were to set you loose from here, uh-huh. he would kill me. You think he would kill you? Uh, no. I know he would kill me.
2: Um, magic? No. Does he have a spell that's like controlling you right now? Because as long as he doesn't, he's gonna have to go no, through. It's not a spell. He's gonna have to go through me and all my friends to kill you.
1: Your friends aren't here, Lorik.
2: Not right now, but they will be. I know Servants. He's on his way.
1: You think they're coming for you?
2: How about this? If they come for me, if they if they don't come for me, I guarantee you, as soon as we walk out this front door, they'll be right there. What can you do? I'm a wizard. If you can give me my wands back, I can burn this whole place to the ground. Wow,
1: you're a wizard? Yeah. I, I went to Vinhaven, the school of magic. You've heard of it, yeah? Yeah, everybody's heard of the College of Magic in Vinhaven. I- I'm son of Lord Darkbolt. Of course I've been there. Can you do some magic for me now? Not without my wands. Oh, yeah, that's right. They took your wands.
2: It's an implement. I, I-, I have two of them. I One of them is my normal one, and one of them is... It's like random magical powers, and it can do, like, lightning bolt and fireball and invisibility and, like, this stinky cloud thing that this other wizard did one time. I mean, it is amazing.
1: Okay, so look, I think I might know where they keep your wands. But there'll definitely be someone watching them, and I don't have a key to your door. My door? Your door. This door. Your lock. Oh, I don't know. Paldo's rubbing his eyes, saying, I just... I don't know. Oh, uh, uh, no, Pauldo. So much trouble.
2: No, you're not going to get in trouble. You're gonna, you're gonna get safety. You're gonna get, you're gonna get back to your family, Sir Vance. When Sir Vance hears what the, the Shiv was doing, to you, Sir Vance will just kill him himself.
1: Hey, look. Here's the deal. Okay. I can pick your lock. What? You can I'm really good with that. Sort of what got me into this trouble in the first place, but I can pick your lock. If I do. You have to promise me mm-hmm. that you'll get me out of here.
2: Uh, Pauldo, as a wizard, I promise I'll do everything in my power to get you out of here. Yeah, and if, if you pick this lock and you take me to my wands, we'll just set this whole place on fire and run.
1: That would be pretty cool.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. And Sir Vance would see the smoke and come running.
1: Okay. We're going to have to be quick, okay? Okay, okay. Okay, so Pauldo... Reaches in his pocket and he pulls out a couple of little silver lock picks. He steps over, looking both ways, and he starts to pick your lock. Okay. An arrow comes flying out of the darkness. Paulo falls down dead. Just kidding. That didn't happen. I hate you. But wouldn't that be something? <laughs> <laughs> Paulo falls. He trips in a pothole. Falls down a giant vat of stairs, and at the bottom, he's dead. <laughs> every possible scenario ends in Paulo dead. Every so, Paulo dies. <laughs> every Paulo in every universe is dead. Yep. As he's picking your lock, he's saying, "You know we could run this place down, but it, it does it's this this place doesn't actually belong to the hot feet,
2: oh really, where are we
1: yeah we're we're in an inn in the canopy, okay, it's called the Lane Golas Inn.
2: I still want to burn it down
1: well yeah, i mean we we came here to try and get in the good graces of the owner, the lady here. She's the leader of the black market, sort oh. of in the canopy. Her name is." Iliana Golas, she's you know old money,
2: old money, oh, I'm yeah, old money she, too, I understand that,
1: yeah, but hers hasn't come from politician or whatever it is that your family does she the lane golas has run the sort of seedy underbelly of the canopy for centuries now, you know they they peddle in strange magical creatures, endangered species, um magic items, and stuff like that that they're. You know the things that you wouldn't find on a regular shop. They they sell them. They sell them. Yeah, they're you know. Wait, it's a black market.
2: You're telling me that she sells magic items. There has to be a warehouse somewhere in this building, <laughs> Paldo. You have you have the ability to open doors. You could open a door to a room that's full of magic items, and then I could use the magic items to destroy everything here, get us out, teleport you back to Vent Haven. I don't know, use the wish spell and end this whole campaign.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, a lot of things you just said don't make any sense to me, but but
2: it makes sense to everybody who knows DD. I mean, go ahead.
1: They, there's some stuff here. I mean, yeah, there's, a, there's, you know, like a, they keep the stuff here, but it's well guarded. There's a lot of elves and stuff in here. I mean, I'm an elf. Yeah, but I mean, like guards.
2: Okay, so we get Servants and we kill the guards.
1: Okay, look, uh, we just got to get out of here, okay? We'll go find your wands.
2: Okay, if you can get my wands, we we can really get out of here.
1: You hear a click, and your lock comes loose, and the door swings open.
2: I immediately hug Paul,
1: You come at him, and he sort of stutters back a little bit like he's afraid you're going to attack him, and then he realizes you're just sort of hugging him, and he just gives you a big hug back. Oh, wow, where? It's hugging. Yeah.
2: Uh, okay. So, wants Freedom.
1: Yeah. Which way? Follow me. Okay. And you all start heading in the same direction that you saw the Shiv leaving in earlier. He leads you down the hallway. There is a door there. He says, wait here. And he opens the door, steps through, looks around, looks both ways. He peeks back around the door and says, okay, the coast is clear. We've got to be quick. Follow me. Okay. Okay you follow him and you all go through a series of twists and turns down lots of hallways okay you see hallways very similar to the one that you were just in and you all seem to be underneath the inn okay in these kind of like tunnels it's it's a maze of tunnels down here literally please let me burn it down <laughs> well where you're at now you know above you there's wood in some places and in other places it's stone and earth but there are all these doors and rooms and tunnels and different things leading in different directions. You might see a symbol on one, but it's not in any language that you've ever seen. It looks like some sort of a secret language that they would use, some secret series of runes or symbols that note certain things that they're using to mark certain places throughout. Yes. After a while, Poldo taking you around, and you all are heading in it seems like the same general direction, and eventually you come to a place where you're starting to hear voices up above you and different things, like you're in some sort of a building, like an inn, a house. And he says, just up here, there's a room, and that's where our people are, okay? So I need you to, uh, I don't know how we're going to do this. I- I'm going to go in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go in and see if there's anyone in there.
2: Okay. I'll I will hide behind the door. Right over here,
1: yeah. There's, there's a, like a little nook there where he'll open the door, and you can sort of be right behind it, I'll against the wall. Do just
2: that if you see my wand. If you can even throw it out the door, that would probably help us a lot.
1: Okay. Paulo steps inside the door, and you hear him talking with someone. You can hear what he's saying. He's talking with another halfling. You only hear one other voice, and the other voice is sort of taunting him a little bit, being rude and picking at him and asking him why he's not down in the cellar with the prisoner and all this. And he says he's, you know, someone came to give him a break. He was just going to maybe get something to drink. And you hear him doing a couple things. After a couple seconds later, he shuffles out to you. He shuts the door, and he says, there's only one guy in there right now.
2: Do you think we can take him?
1: No. No. I can't, can you?
2: Do you have a wand for me?
1: No, but it's in there.
2: If I can get the wand with your help, we can probably take him. How are my spell slots, Paul? Did I get
1: any back or am I still screwed? Everything that you used before is gone.
2: I have 3 level 1 spell slots. Yeah. Uh he's yeah. Um so we can probably handle him. I might need your help.
1: Okay, so I'll go back in. I'll make a distraction, and then you run in.
2: Where's the wand?
1: There's a table on the left side. There's like a bunch of magic items or something on the walls there. There's like <sighs> potions and stuff everywhere. I don't know. It's sort of like a storage room. Okay. But I, but I got the, this. Your stuff is still sitting. It's kind of on a the table there. It's like it hasn't been sorted yet.
2: You just go distract him. Are
1: you are you Okay.
2: No, I'm great. I'm great. We got this. Let's do it.
1: Okay. I'm gonna, I'll am i go in. He opens the door, and he yells out, So Jerry! Jerry, my man, Jerry! J, Jerry, J, And you hear this other halfling say, "Paulo, what are you doing? And you run in about that moment.
2: Yep. I'm going to take off running. So, there's a bunch of magic.
1: <laughs> there are shelves. Of stuff in here. Um, There are little statues. There are maybe a couple of what look like wands. There's a couple of orbs and stones. Just a quick glance. But mostly what you see in this room are bottles. Oh, my gosh. Lots and lots of bottles. Oh, man. Of all different colors. (sighs) You step into the room, and Jerry on the other side says, what the? And he, he immediately reaches back for his bow, and Pauldo just runs and jumps onto him. What do you do?
2: Uh, I run and grab my
1: wand. Okay. You grab your wand.
2: I fire magic missile.
1: Okay. At Jerry. Roll me a D twenty.
2: That's a fifteen on the dice.
1: Okay. Roll me a D
2: one hundred. Oh. Oh, can Lord, just pick up potions and like either start drinking them or slinging them. One.
1: Well, you could have, but that's not what you did just now. So oh. I just need you to tell me.
2: That's a eight zero and a six. So is that's an eight eighty six, right?
1: Yep. You grab your wand and you go to cast magic missile, and about that time you realize it's I grabbed the wrong wand, the wand of wonders, <laughs> and pointing at Jerry. Suddenly, leaves start growing all over his body. (laughs) Big green, orange, and red leaves just sprout on every inch of his body, and he starts screaming at the top of his lungs. Oh, my God. And Pauldo hops back screaming. (laughs) And... (laughs) All of a sudden, you're in this room, and everyone is just screaming at the top of their lungs. And you're like, "Oh crap, what just happened?" As this dude is basically a small tree <laughs> standing in front of you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call out, "Stand still,
2: or the spell will kill you."
1: The dude is freaking out, but he is going to run at you full speed, oh, and he is no. just going to jump at you. At this moment, we're going to cut over to another place inside the house. Okay, servants. You are standing in front of a doorway as a halfling is trying to push his way through. I
0: need to see Ileana. I remove the heads of all the elves.
1: <laughs> you draw your sword? No. Okay, what do you do?
0: I push, I like nudge them out of the way and try to push him through.
1: Okay, you're trying to help the halfling through? Yeah. Okay, uh, roll me a strength check.
0: I'm so strong. That's a uh, nine plus. Uh...
1: Plus your strength. We can call it athletics. Oh, okay. Thank you. It's a 15. Nice. Okay. Uh, let me just roll a little. All right. Oh, I rolled close to that, but you're good. So you managed to push a couple of these elves who are not necessarily known for their strength yeah. out of the way just enough to give the halfling the leverage that he needs to run into the room, and he comes not running full speed but quickly darting into the room. Do you want to react to that in any way? Do you do anything? You just let him by. I just let him by. Okay, he pushes through, and now all the elves are sort of looking around awkwardly. Jim, you, and Kellen, and Guy are all, I assume, standing next to Ileana's desk. I thought we were sitting. Well, you were, but then there came a big ruckus. I assumed you guys stood up.
4: I'm going to stand in the chair, because if I stand up completely, I won't be able to see.
1: Good point. So you climb up Uh in the chair. So Ileana is now standing on the other side of her chair with her hands over on her desk looking very, very angry as this halfling comes walking forward, sort of brushing his shoulders like, yeah, you better let me through. She's standing there with her hands over on the desk, and just a little refresher, she's dressed in some very nice fancy robes. She has a deep, dark auburn hair flowing down her back. And she, leaning forward to look at the halfling as he approaches, she says, this had better be quite important. And when she says that, he... He sort of stutters his step a little bit like he's intimidated, but then he tries to put on his best poker face and push through, and he says, we've got a problem, and you need to deal with it. "Mm, What kind of problem is it that we have downstairs? I thought you all were more than taking care of any issues, she says, and her eyes sort of dart to the four of you. And he says, well, we might have, and at the moment the word have leaves his mouth, you all hear, a resounding explosion from beneath your feet.
0: <gasps>
4: Lurk used the Wand of Wonders. I'm going to turn to Servants and say, Well, there he is.
1: <laughs> I think we found our elf. Elves start pouring out of the room into the hallway, running in that direction.
4: Thank you, my lady. I'm going to jump out of my chair and run with them. I'm following the elves.
1: She is yelling after you all, wait, stop, and everyone just takes off. The hallways are filled with people. Now these guards just <laughs> running in one direction. I assume you all just follow that way.
3: I follow that way. Yes.
1: Okay, you guys go a little way, and it turns, and there's steps leading down deeper into this tree that the Langolus Inn is built into, and there is smoke filling this area.
4: Oh, amazing. He really outdid himself this time, didn't he?
1: You are welcome. Hmm. What are you all doing? Like, are you, are you just sort of going with the crowd? Or are you all trying to push through people? What's the? We're
0: trying to push through, or I am. Push through, but also not, like, get in front of
2: everybody. Right. Yeah, true. I'm
3: kind of trying to blend in and look casual so that I'm not <laughs> super obviously, you know. I mean, he is half elven. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm sure no one will notice his flowing purple robes with glittery eyeballs all over him.
3: I wouldn't. Well, see, I'm noticing everybody. No, they're probably like,
4: that's just Steve. He's weird.
1: You're running downstairs, and you hear some yelling coming from farther down. You guys go down a a flight of stairs, uh, down another flight of stairs, and another flight of stairs. You all are really moving deep into this tree, and you're realizing, wow, this inn has a lot more to it than just what you might have previously thought. And now you're even seeing some walls that are built with, like, these stone bricks and then you all reach where you can definitely tell that the smoke is coming from. It's billowing out of an area. You go to take off down that way to sort of follow the smoke trail, but it's hard to see which way it's coming from or which door it's coming from because now this whole area is filled with smoke. In fact, I need all of you to make me a constitution saving throw.
3: Hey, Which one's that? What, what ability score do you use? That's a Ooh. 21.
1: Ooh,
4: That's an 11 plus 2, 13. Okay. That's a 6.
1: Beautiful. Total?
3: Total. 3 plus 3. Oh, geez. Jim.
1: Jim, you come running down the stairs and you go to look left to right and you take a deep breath and you start to feel very lightheaded. You have to sort of hold the wall for a few seconds to gather your bearings. And you're going to get left behind a little bit. Shouldn't I? Oh.
4: I have a question. Shouldn't I get advantage mm-hmm. on these cuz I mean I'm lower to the ground? No. No. Okay. I Come was just on, wondering. Paul. I'm just saying Come that's on. basic. Like you already
1: passed. It doesn't matter. Why do you need? No. Advantage? I'm just
4: oh. saying if you have us roll more constitution checks, shouldn't I get advantage? Cause uh, get wrecked? Yeah. Boy. The, yeah.
1: Had you failed, then I might would give it to you. For okay. That. I mean, that's I was just good. saying. Why's thinking? Three foot tall. Let me just take take a quick moment and point out that as a DM,
0: he can do what he wants true. to no, <laughs> do. That's for, <laughs> that's true. true. That's not what I was gonna say.
1: <laughs> what I was gonna say was, I like it when players ask for things like that. Like, I don't always think to give you advantage every single time. Because the thing is, I'm dealing with a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I mean,
4: do you want to talk about it?
1: No. Right, that's <laughs> not what I mean. We- that's not what I mean. Okay.
4: So,
0: are there any, uh, like, magical armor sets around this area? Nothing, no. Okay. But you are,
1: you are really enjoying the, the nice natural wood smell. Mm. It's it's sort of like a good candle. Does it smell like hickory? <laughs> this, this hickory barbecue really cedar. Cedar. Mm. So about the time that you all come into this platform and start running through, and Jim, you pause on the staircase and lean against the wall to gather your bearings, <sighs> you hear someone screaming, <laughs> running down the hallway, and you look up, and what it looks like is it looks like I don't know, like a three foot rose bush set aflame running full speed towards you all i mean it's, it's like a bunch of burning leaves <laughs> is that
4: the burning bush <laughs> oh my god it is i'm gonna step I to the it. side and just let it keep running
1: okay it's running right towards you sir Ritz.
4: uh why is <laughs> there bush um <laughs> stop Fortnite. you there bush <laughs> jeb please stop
1: no response it is running towards you can
4: i try to trip it as it goes by
1: no you already said you move aside and let it get past you i
4: didn't let it aside
1: not you him
0: i'm gonna turn my pack sideways
1: and try and just like hit it stop it okay
0: close line swing at it stop the bush (laughs) swing at it i stop it i swing at it
1: yeah give me advantage
0: give you advantage you can have advantage
1: (laughs) thank you now roll it's a oh, yeah. 12 and 11. Okay, you're fine. I mean, plus your attack roll, you're in good shape. Yeah, you swing your pike sort of sideways at it, and you knock it against the wall, and it just onto the ground, continues burning. And now the leaves have started to burn down, and it's sort of rolling around the ground and smacking at itself. This is really horrific now that I <laughs> oh think about it. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> you're, you're starting to see terrified. now that it's actually a halfling that has. Sprouted a bunch of leaves. <laughs> oh my god! All over its body and isn't burning. Is
0: that a wand of wonders thing?
1: There's some sort of uh, there's some sort of a liquid all over it. You can tell oh. it, it's bubbling like a. This is really graphic. I'm sorry. There's any. I'll try not to be too bad. If there's any children, but you know it, it almost looks like there's a substance on him that's burning.
4: I'm gonna look at Servant and I'm gonna say, I'm gonna just guess that he's that way and I'm gonna point towards the hallway. <laughs>
1: Some of the other elves, you know, the bad guys, are, like, taking their cloaks and trying to put the fire out and stuff, but I guess you guys can just leave him and go on. I mean, that's cool. I'm
0: not leaving this guy. <laughs> he's burning to death.
1: Okay. Kellen's like, I think he's that way. And starts walking in the other yeah. direction.
0: <laughs> you, you can stomp on a fire to put it out, right? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: oh. Jim, you, you're, you've you made your way over there, Jim. Um, <laughs> You can either follow Kellen or...
3: I just kind of look in amazement at the, the halfling. <laughs> Are these fumes doing something to me?
1: So as that is happening and Servance is trying to figure out how he can put the fire out and they're all smacking it with blankets, or not blankets, but like their cloaks and stuff. Loric. Yeah. Moments before this, just as we left it last time, this halfling who has now sprouted leaves all over his body. Yeah. Leaps at you. When he does, he knocks you into the shelves behind you and glass vials start rolling off and shattering onto the floor. Beautiful. One explodes, and this black, sizzling goop just starts pouring out of it onto the floor and starts burning holes through the wood beneath your feet.
2: Oh, oh, my, oh my gosh. Look, look out, Poldo.
1: Pa- A blue one rolls back off your back and bounces toward Poldo, and you see him, he kind of shrieks ah! and jumps to the side as it explodes next to where he was standing, and there's just ice all over the floor. And as you're trying to gather your bearings, another one rolls off of a top shelf, and it lands on the head of the guy that is now over top of you. (laughs) And when it does, this clear liquid spreads out all over his back, but he's like over you, and so it gets some on your pants. Oh, no. And then it immediately (laughs) lights a flame, and your legs are on fire. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> liar liar
1: you push the halfling off in reaction and he starts rolling around and screaming and takes off running out the door like a flaming fireball of doom <laughs> help paulo help
2: oh paulo help
1: and then he's like gonna start rolling around on the floor okay you're stop dropping and rolling it's it doesn't seem to be helping i'm losing my pants No pants. You have your Wand of Wonders in one hand. The table is over there where you were standing before. I'm
2: going to try to get a blue one and bash it on the floor in front of me.
1: Okay. You you scrounge around trying to find a blue potion. You smash it onto the ground. Okay. Roll me a D20. Oh, Lord.
2: D20.
0: You die. It's a five.
1: Okay. You take ten burning damage. Oh, Oh, man. I guess that'd be fire damage. But this thing explodes and when it does it immediately puts the fire out around your legs. The problem is now you're also frozen to the floor. <laughs> awesome. Am I near no. the shelves? You're pretty close, yeah, and you take eight cold damage.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. He's killing himself.
1: Guys, two let me use another one. Use another one. Let, just, another let one. me
0: just
2: put this out there. Two hit points.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> Try
1: one more no. Yeah, the next one is the one. It's it. This is it. This is the winning one. Pauldo comes running up. Oh, Laura, your your legs are frozen to the floor. What what do I do? Um, you got any hot water? <laughs> do you need to Not pee? On me. I could probably run to the kitchens. They might could get me some. I don't know.
2: Uh, no, 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 no. Pauldo. Um, so, uh, health potions. Can I? Uh, is there any health health potions? Yes. Um, just uh, just uh, help me help me melt my legs. And while he's uh like I'm going to reach out and get as many of those potions I can and just start pocketing them like crazy.
1: Okay, you can reach I'm going to say from where you're standing frozen, you can reach about 3. What okay. colors are they? I'll tell you later. So Ooh. right. R- your your vision's a little clouded. The room is on fire. In fact, the shelves are on fire. The floor is on fire. Everything is on fire. I have both wands or just the wand of wonders? Just the wand of wonders. The table with your other wand and your other things is next to the wall, and it's starting to catch on fire.
2: Hold up, run over there! Hold up. over there! Over there! Hurry, hurry, hurry! Get my wand! Get those things! Hurry, hurry! Get them!
1: Hurry! Right. So, Servants, you are standing outside with this burning, pretty much doomed at this point, if not already dead. Halfling laying on the ground, and his friends are trying to put the fire out. What are you doing?
0: So the fire's still going. Uh, yeah. I don't have any water.
1: <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm not saying you have to do anything. I'm just asking what you're doing.
0: If I want to let this guy burn to death.
1: Okay, so you want to just try and help them put the fire out, you can. Just give me a a check. We'll say that you're just grabbing whatever is nearby to try and beat out the fire.
0: Okay. That's a ten. Total. With
1: what? Mm, That's fine. We'll just take that roll. Okay, we'll say that you're helping, but you can tell he's still breathing, but he's not long for this life. Kellen, you and Jim have you moved on or Jim are you still watching
3: I'm no longer watching I am now trying to act
1: okay are you you're trying to help the halfling
3: yes is there okay, any water nearby
1: at all um there's there's not that you can see
0: Jim
3: come on man
1: I pee everywhere
3: know your items oh that's Jim, right
1: you have an <laughs> endless supply of water Jim
3: yes. Uh, wow Jim It's been a minute Wow It's so, been a minute it's, So Jim's not helping
0: us fly through the desert so,
3: We so, don't need to help this burning innocent athlete <laughs> If it's not for It's okay. drinking water Go ahead, or Jim. ship flying Go only ahead. Go ahead So, so here's, here's how it goes down Jim's like Does anybody have any w-? Never mind and then the fumes, you know? And he pulls yeah. out the flask of exactly. endless decanting or whatever. And mm-hmm. starts, he says the word, Aquas! And then starts shooting water <laughs> everywhere. But mainly on the halfling.
1: Okay. Uh, I think the, you're, you're using, like, geyser mode? Uh, not on the halfling. I don't want to kill him. Okay. <laughs> Just the next step down. I don't remember what the next step down is, but that's fine. Just the, the lot of water. Yeah. Like water hose mode. It's like water hose mode. Okay. Water starts pouring out onto the halfling, and he's the fire is going out. Fountain. He is, he is now screaming in intervals because he's 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 in bad shape.
0: I'm going to use lay on my lay on hands.
1: Okay. Well, there are a bunch of elves like over top of him.
2: I so. mean, I'm going to reach um reach in
0: there.
1: Okay.
2: Step aside. I love that Loric is like has questionable motives, and you're like healing someone who obviously has Loric in the basement. That's okay. This dude's burning alive. Just stinking paladins.
0: How do I know that this guy was helping? Yeah. This is a hotel, bro. That's true. Anyway, right, you I'll lean down you and you want to use lay on hands? Yes. How much? Ten.
1: Okay. You put ten hit points of lay on hands down into him. All right. Kellen. Yeah. What are you doing? Looking oh, for the room? Yeah, Looking for
4: Laura? I was walking towards the screaming or okay. whatever. Or, yeah.
1: All right. Give me a perception check.
4: All right. Sweet. Hey, that's a 14 plus my perception.
1: Okay. So... What you're doing is you're looking where the smoke's coming from. Like, that's your best lead. Yeah. And you start to hear the sound of crackling flames. Oh, no. Oh, no. You step inside. Yeah. You're running along, and you come up on the room, and now you can see the glow of flame filling the hallway where the smoke's pouring out, and you run up. You look inside, and you see a halfling down on his hands and knees trying to shake someone to consciousness. The person that he's like got a hold of and pulling on, their, their legs from the calves down are frozen to the floor.
2: <laughs> Why would he be unconscious? Oh my goodness.
1: He's dead. The room is filled with smoke. You have two hit points. And, and you're, you're frozen. frozen you place. didn't even let me
2: roll for it. I had a really cool thing I was going to do. What's that? I was going to press the digitation my legs free when he brought me my wand. I don't
1: think you could do that.
2: Yeah, you can warm stuff.
1: Yes. Yes. A giant block of ice. It's like just sitting in a lukewarm room and waiting for it to thaw out. Anyways. That's probably true. Go ahead, Red. What were you saying?
4: <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> can I clarify that it's Loric? Oh, you're Yeah, dead. You, you
1: can quickly see that it's Loric. And there's a halfling going, Loric, please. We got to get out of here. You promised that you'd save me.
4: I'm going to slowly shut the door
1: <laughs> and walk <laughs> <I'm> away. Just,
4: <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> walk away really didn't see, see anything you see anything. you see and, uh, what uh, right this there? this has been you're Make believe real, Heroes. thank you
1: guys for listening I love honestly <laughs> though honestly I love you
4: let's be honest if I love that you so was much. if that was kellen he'd shut the door and walk away no he away. wouldn't i actually have a i have a first level spell that i can use okay. um i I want to see what you what you think about it it's called create or destroy water
1: you can create water yeah
4: but i can also destroy it so can i destroy the block of ice
1: yes okay i'm, I'm down with that
4: it is 10 gallons of water it's it down for that but not Prestidigitation.
1: it's literally for that <laughs> Prestidigitation <laughs> is for lighting candles
4: okay all right so i'm going to walk up and i'm going to use this uh this spell i'm going to say strut uh, up there i'm just going to say something in Gnomish. okay probably like Blast or something cool like that. It's gonna destroy it. Then, yes. dang man, I don't know what Lord. I'm gonna do about this guy. Okay, finish off. You,
1: the, the, his legs come free and Paldo turns around. I'll say Paldo. This halfling turns around, and looks at you, and he says, h- h- "Help me! Help me get help! Help me get him! He's he passed out. I think he breathed in too much smoke." Yeah. Mouth to mouth. Are, are you are you one of his friends? He said he had a friend that was a gnome. He, unfortunately, but uh, oh, yes.
4: Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see here.
1: Can we help? Help me! And Paulo's just got a hold of one of his arms and is trying to pull him away from the fire and stuff.
4: I am going to try to just pick him up, like full-on army style, pick him up and carry him okay. out of this.
1: Strength check disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Good point. This, yeah, gnome.
1: You oh. less than half his weight. So bro, go ahead and roll it. Bro.
0: Let give me advantage against the smoke, but I'm going to carry Lork oh. out of here.
1: Oh, you got.
4: I rolled a 19
1: and a 20. Wow. So you got the 19. Okay. All right. So you it, this is one of those like uh, mother lifting up her car to save her child moments. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you
4: just hear me screaming in the background? You
1: pull Lark over your shoulder. You really feel like you've just gone full Arnold Schwarzenegger and you're pulling him along. You don't realize that Paolo's actually helping you. But either way, you, the two of you are pulling him out into the hallway. Oh, I'm not picking him up. That's what I was going for. You've got him over your shoulders. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Like pulling him. You okay. couldn't actually... I don't think you could even lift him. Yeah, because like, he's probably
4: too big. Uh,
1: so you're pulling him through. You're not moving super quick, but you're moving, and you and Paul are moving out, and you two being short at this moment is, is really helping you out as you come out <laughs> into the hallway in time to see all these elves. And everyone was running toward the fire, but now everyone's sort of... Some people are passed out onto the floor... Some are trying to drag them out. Some people are just running around screaming. It is complete and total chaos down here. Jim, you've put out the fire that was on that halfling. Sir Vance, you've given him enough hit points and health back that you saw some of his wounds close, and he's breathing. It's, it's sort of rattly, like he's not doing great, but you've saved his life for the moment. And you turn, I assume, to go toward the smoke, and you see Kellen and a halfling walking towards you very slowly, holding Lorik on their shoulders.
0: Okay, so I'm going to go run and grab Lorik.
1: You run forward to grab Lorik. At that moment, there is another explosion. This time it's a sort of chain of explosions. Boom. boom, And it is huge, and the hallway disappears.
0: Did the Joker just hit the button?
1: Basically. And Kellen and Lorik goes flying forward, and there's a loud ringing in your ears and everything is filled with smoke and debris. And that's where we're going to end this episode. You
3: we are all the, die. Worst. Oh, that, the worst. Oh, man, literally the worst. We'll I have to sh- wait two weeks before we find out what happens. Goodness, Darn. man. Just two like weeks. Modern
4: Warfare two. Everyone <laughs> dies in a nuke. Wow.
1: Don't spoil it. Spoilers. Yeah. What are you doing? Spoilers. Modern
4: Warfare two. That If the, that game's been out for like nearly spoilers, 12 years. <laughs> And it's still the best Call of Duty. So thank you all for listening.
1: We are the Make Believe Heroes. We love you for listening. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If you have, you know what you should do? Leave us a five-star review on iTunes or any podcasting service that you use that allows reviews. Cough. Google. Cough. Also, you should write us a letter. Send us an email to makebelieveheroespodcast at gmail.com. com. write us on Twitter at mbhpodcast. And... If you've enjoyed these sound effects and the cool things we got going in our editing and sound effects, which I said twice, then you should go to BattleBards.com. They have some great stuff, add a lot of flavor to your table.
0: And also, write us a real letter. A real one. A real one?
1: Yeah, just message me on Twitter, and I'll send you someone's address.
3: (laughs) Yep. um, (laughs) It
4: has to be Jeffries. Okay. Uh, Write me a letter. Honestly, just seriously, write me a letter. I'll respond. He needs letters.
1: We love you. We love you so much. Goodbye. Bye He's you. holding his Bye.
2: hand up. Bye. Bye.
3: Uh, we just heard a scream over that way and a point. Okay, I heard it with my cloak of many eyes. <laughs> I'm sure it's probably someone we know. We should probably
4: go check that out.
3: Yes, it we seems very convenient.
1: Convenientness and, and Kellen, why are you yelling? Why are you yelling? Everything?
4: Uh, strawberries yes. make my we ears close. Go. We should over go over there. Over there,
1: <laughs> please. <laughs> Quickly, please. Guy says, "Guys, because Guy is like the only one of you that has a brain."
2: You mean Guy pulls out a sword and falls on it?
1: Yes, he he just runs and leaps off the side of the (laughs) canyon. I love you guys. This episode is dead. This episode is dead. There is nowhere to go from here. (coughs) Sweet mother of God. I'm going to turn my fan on. It's hot. It's so hot in here. I'm just sitting here sweating for this crap. There's nothing. There is nothing here.